There's nothing like celebration. I think the fact that people care so much and they put so much of themselves into the things that they create, that's something that I tell everybody who doesn't know anything about celebration is you just can't believe what people actually make and the time and effort and care they put into things. It's really extraordinary. It never ceases to amaze me, your support, your enthusiasm, and your passion. Over the years, I felt such love from you. You're more than just fans. You're family. Who loves Star Wars? Points is Jason. And this is Gabe. And it's celebration week. Oh my god. Star Wars celebration. What's up? Here we are. We're standing on the edge of the cliff. <laughs> Well, right, there's a, there's the cliff of excitement that it's going to be awesome, and then there's the cliff behind us of it's going to be a disaster, <laughs> which we're going to fall off a cliff either way, but hopefully it's a fun cliff fall. I don't know. We're recording this episode in the past, and when this episode comes out on Tuesday, we should all know what panels we got into, <laughs> which could be all of them, could be nothing. <laughs> I don't know how we haven't been able to do. We've been talking to Steve Sansweet. We had a week off. We haven't even discussed this whole panel thing. And by the time this episode comes out, like I said, everyone will already know. But what, what are your thoughts on this versus past years? Because we did the overnight lines for The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. It feels good to not have to sleep in line, but it's kind of scary <laughs> to, to not like be in charge of your destiny. And if I really want it and i'm willing to spend two days sitting on the ground that i'll get in but maybe that's not good for us so i think it's gonna be good it's gonna work out and worst case we watch it i guess we watch the live stream in our hotel room this is our fifth celebration and 
even at Celebration 3, what time did we get up to go see George Lucas where we stood in the rain at like 3 in the morning or something? It was 3 or 4 in the morning, right. I haven't known a Celebration where there hasn't been giving up at least one night of sleep to the gods of Star Wars. It is, it's kind of nice to be like, well, at, at night we can do whatever we want. We can, you want to have a good meal? You want to go to bed early if you want? You can. It's been kind of weird, like having to plan our evenings, right? Because usually it's just like, we don't know what's going to go on. We can't plan anything. We might be in line. And now it's like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, there's, there's nighttime things. Maybe we want to do these nighttime things. Maybe we want to go here. Maybe we want to go there. Yeah. We actually might be in our hotel room, which usually it's like, we don't even need a room. We just, you know, can we just sleep in the lobby? Because we're hardly going to be in there. So it's, yeah, it's exciting. It's, it's our fifth celebration, but it's almost like we're going to our first. At this point out when you, know, you get days before and you're like, I still don't know what the heck's going on. Everyone feels like it's the first one that ever happened. Everyone feels like it's like what Steve Sansweet was talking about last week and the rain is coming in the tents and there's a radio <laughs> calling us up. Yeah. You know, that, that's the chaos is part of celebration. And, you know, as, as we start to get into our tips and tricks for navigating your, your keeping your sanity through celebration, that probably is one of my main ones. And it's very appropriate is you got to kind of roll with the insanity. <laughs> Is if if Star Wars is a Western, Star Wars Celebration is the Wild West. Now, there aren't really rules and law. It's just kind of look out for what's going on and help your friends out and do the best you can because it's going to be crazy. It, it it's like you're in Westworld. You get are you going to wear a white hat or a black hat? What kind of character are you going to be when you're in Westworld? <laughs> you, you're probably get, you know like you'll probably be better off if you end up wearing that white hat. And being the kindly sheriff. It just became a Westworld podcast, which I'm fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> you're, you're okay with that? Yeah. Well, I think that's the other thing, too, is they, they everything is kind of scheduled out, but things change. Things may get added. Things may get moved. Things may not happen. You know, you never know until you're in the panel if it's really going to happen and if, if that thing you want to see is really going to be where and when it is so you gotta that's the good thing i think with the app because they started i want to say anaheim had the app didn't it at least for the schedule i think one of the ones in orlando was one of the first ones that had the app because i remember i didn't go and i was at home and i made i made a sketch i made like my own schedule on the app as if i was going what panels i would go to so the nice thing with that is you can look at that in the morning and if there were any changes or anything, you know what time things are going to be that day as opposed to the, the olden days of a, of a paper printout of a schedule. If anything has to change, you got to hope somebody who knows tells you or you see a piece of paper taped to a wall somewhere or something with a different time on it. So I guess that, that leads to like another tip, though, too, is stay as mentally flexible as you can. Realize that you're there with tens and tens and tens of thousands of other people and maybe if you have your heart set on well i'm going to get into such and such panel whether it's something giant like episode nine or even something that you think in your head well nobody's going to go to the 20 years of holiday special collecting panel well don't be surprised if when you show up there maybe you can't get in 
don't flip out is basically it. Because like well, we we faced that with Revenge of the Sith in 3D. Yeah, I'm still getting over that though. <laughs> <laughs> we are like. <laughs> Our plan with Revenge of the Sith in 3D was to get there two hours before it started. And a good four hours before it started, we saw online that it was already sold. They they cut off the line. And, then, you know, it was like for a minute, it was like, oh, well, I guess we're not going to Revenge of the Sith in 3D. Oh, well. It still, it still burns when I think about it, but we still had a good time that evening. And, it, and we found something else to do, and it was okay. <laughs> you'll be okay. No, there's always like, if you listen to the Steve Sansweet episode, there's always multiple things to do. If you don't get your first choice, you can get in your second choice. If you don't get in your second choice, chances are the third choice is going to be a lot of fun. And maybe even something you like even better that you just didn't know that you would even like, cause you wouldn't have gone to it as your first choice. And if, if if your choices for panels are all knocked out, just go wander around the dealer floor again, and chances are you're going to see some amazing cosplay that just arrived or you didn't see before. You're always Every time you turn a corner, you're going to be seeing something absolutely incredible that you haven't seen before. You can just walk around and have a great celebration experience. Yeah, that's actually a really good point because I feel like, especially back with Anaheim, I think we were so focused on panels, we didn't really get a lot of time to just walk the floor. And I remember you found a bunch of stuff on Sunday after I had left that we just totally missed. They had what when they had some original props and some cool stuff that there's just so much to see. It's very easy to miss stuff. So, yeah, sometimes it's better to just take a break from the panels and just take your time and wander around so you don't miss stuff. Which is kind of the nice thing with it starting on Thursday with absolutely no panels going on at all, where you really will be able to just walk around and take it all in for the first day before before the, the crazy, crazy sets in. <laughs> you can kind of plan the rest of your week. You can find, hopefully I can find the guy with the Attack of the Clones clock. Oh, <laughs> so I can bug him about it every day. Wasn't he at Anaheim too? Probably. I don't I only remember at Orlando. He wouldn't cut me a deal on the Attack of the Clones clock. And surprise, surprise, at the end of the weekend, he still had that Attack of the Clones clock. It's a clock with Anakin Hayden Christensen on it. Though if some if he's thinking somebody's gonna go into his booth thing and be like, This is the perfect thing for Hayden Christensen to sign a clock, then maybe maybe he's got a point. Maybe, yeah, someone's like it's finally time. It's Hayden Christensen time. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Once once you're there, any of the headaches and butterflies in your stomach and nervousness and nausea of, am I going to remember all my stuff? How am I going to get there? How am I going to get to my hotel? All that stuff is going to melt away and you'll be floating on a cloud of Star Wars-ness and you'll never want to leave. It's like when you're a kid and you have to go to daycare or something and you don't want to get dropped off and then when your parents come pick you up you never want to leave (laughs) (laughs) that's really really true hi blast point listeners this is star wars artist joe caroni and i'll be appearing at star wars celebration chicago Come find me with fellow Star Wars artist Brian Miller at our booth 3116, Joe Caroni and Brian Miller Star Wars Art. 
We'll have lots of new Star Wars art on display and available for purchase for all of the fans, including Brian's new Star Wars Celebration exclusive lithograph print, Star Wars, A Galaxy Far, Far Away, and my new original, The Last Jedi Nemesis series artwork. I'll have other original paintings and hand-embellished canvas artwork available for purchase at our booth as well. And each day of the show, Brian and I will be signing and giving away 50 promotional posters for the event featuring new Star Wars artwork. Definitely stop by and see us at booth 3116 if you're going to the event too. And we can't wait to see all of our friends and all of the thousands of Star Wars fans in Chicago soon. May the Force be with you. What do you say we go through this crazy schedule day by day, talk about some of the panels that are happening, some of the things we're going to try and go to, some of the crazy stuff going on. So if you're going and you want to, hey, where, what panels are those guys from Blast Points going to? Maybe these are some of the ones we'll be at. I don't know. These are at least the ones that we would like to be at. We're going to do our best. Like we said, Thursday, there's no panels. Which is kind of going to be nice. Yeah, we'll be uh, getting there as early as we can, checking out the the show floor, the dealers. We're going to go see if we can find the picture of Bail Organa holding the baby. <laughs> Hopefully that's back. <laughs> We're going to be looking for the Anakin clock, maybe some Comtech chips, maybe some French ones that we don't have. I don't know. Is there a French Yoda Comtech chip? Maybe we can find that. <laughs> But usually the best part of going to Celebration is you can get prequel stuff really cheap. Now that it's the Phantom Menace 20th anniversary, I'm worried that uh, all the Phantom Menace merchandise you could usually get super cheap is now going to be like marked up. I won't be able to get a Kid Anakin doll for five bucks like I usually can. (laughs) Anaheim, we're going booth to booth. Got any Comtech chips? I'll leave that stuff at home. So that kind of brings us to Friday and Friday morning at 11 a.m. Got the big show. You got episode nine going from 11 to 12 a.m. Celebration stage. It's the panel that's going to set the mood for the whole rest of Celebration. It's what everybody's going to be talking about. At least until the next day and something else crazy happens. But I don't know. What are your predictions for this episode nine panel on Friday morning? Well, the one thing to mention first, which is good, is, you know, for people, even if you don't get in on the celebration stage, there's a really good chance you'll get into one of the other, the Galaxy of the Twin Sun stage. And I will say after not getting into the big stage for the 40th anniversary, it still was really cool to watch it even though you're watching it on a screen, but you're watching it on a screen with a room full of Star Wars crazies that it was almost as good as being in the real room. There's a good chance a lot of people are going to get into one of those three stages. But man, yeah, what's what's it going to be? JJ's going to be there probably. Kathleen Kennedy's going to be there. We know that. At what point do they reveal the title? Do they just get it over with right away? Or do they... Are they going to be on stage talking about, yeah, and when we were, 
thinking about doing episode nine, are they just going to say episode nine over and over again? Where the whole audience is just going to be like, hey, we, we, we know you know the title. Maybe Adam Driver will come out, say the title, and then immediately walk off stage. Just mumble it. Hi, everyone. The Force. What? What did he say? Sorry, you missed it. Only saying it once. Do we know, is Josh Gad going to be there? I, yeah, they haven't said who the host is going to be. Because he was only the host for The Last Jedi panel, right? Or was he the host for some of the other ones? Just The Last Jedi. Kind of like how uh, Bresnikan was for The Force Awakens. And then um, Gwendolyn Christie was for Rogue One at Europe. Yeah. Uh, who knows who the host for the the nine one's going to be? I mean, I liked in the 40th anniversary how it was just kind of Warwick Davis in the beginning and then kind of Kathleen Kennedy and George Lucas were almost the hosts of the 40th anniversary. 40th anniversary. You, you think Daisy Ridley's going to be there, probably John Boyega, maybe Oscar Isaac. I mean, he's off filming Dune. I'm pretty sure, well, Bill, we, I mean, we know Billy Dee's in the building, so Billy Dee will probably be there. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, some of like Naomi Aki or... Carrie Russell. Yeah, Carrie Russell. She's, Carrie Russell's off doing the play with Adam Driver, though. What if they show up together? It could be. Or we'll at least get a video from then on set. We're, we're doing this play in New York right now. You may know me as Kylo Ren from Star Wars. I can't wait for you all see, to see the movie and have a good time. Now back to my play in New York. And he just fades away in darkness. What if they do a force chat between Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver, like in Last Jedi, but she's just talking to him on the screen? That would be a, I don't think people could handle that. He just all of a sudden in the middle of the panel shows up on screen. Do you have to do this now? I'd rather not do this right now. I'm doing a play in New York. Mark Hamill comes out. Luke. <laughs> What's all that about? Yeah, because they've never had anyone. I mean, when they did the 40th anniversary, they had a lot of guests come in on video. But for Force Awakens or Last Jedi, right? Everyone was, if they were going to be there, they were there. They didn't have, uh, we didn't get Harrison Ford on uh, FaceTime or something. I think it'll be really interesting because it's like when we did our Patreon for the Force Awakens panel. We did a commentary for that. And so much of that, when you go back and rewatch it, is like J.J. Abrams proving to the audience that he's a Star Wars fan and how they're building so many sets. And that was a mandate on the production. And like we said in our commentary thing, they they can't rely on that anymore. So the conversation with Episode 9 is going to be different. And that could be really interesting. Yeah, well, I got to think he's going to be talking about tying... The saga together, ending the saga, legacy of the saga. Like, you know, he's got to sell everyone on it's going to have a satisfying conclusion if they're really saying this is the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. Like, how much of any details of that will they go into in a broad sense? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, we will find out later this week. Yeah. Maybe they just say, screw it. You walk in, they play the trailer, they say the title. They leave. <laughs> they just open it up for questions for 45 minutes. Right after that panel is done over on the podcast stage is our friend Sky Talkers. They're the first show on the podcast stage right after the episode nine panel ends. That is going to be 
<laughs> I'm so glad they're doing that right with their doing because it is going to be high level episode nine freak out over there <laughs> on Sky Sky Talker show. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna be a good one. If you can make it over there in time, yeah, definitely recommended to try to get over there and check that out because they're going to be, it's going to be interesting being them. (laughs) (laughs) And I know they're going to do an excellent job, but yeah, they're going to have an interesting time. So if you, if you want the first real reactions to the episode nine extravaganza, go see uh, Charlotte and Caitlin over there at noon. Well, and at 12.15 on Friday, that's, you know, this is the thing, like, the panels start on Friday morning, and they're hitting you hard right away. And I think that's going to be a theme as we go through these days. They're just, these panel schedules are relentless, cruelly relentless, because 12.15 is vegetable carving over at the Star Wars University with our good friend Oki from Japan, from Jedi Order Japan, we went to his vegetable carving show in Orlando, and it changed our lives forever. We've been forever changed. If there's, if you can't get into Episode Nine, if you can't get into Mandalorian, if you can't get into Phantom Menace, if you can't get into Clone Wars, if you can't get into Galaxy's Edge, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you can, as long as you go to vegetable carving, because it'll be incredible. And we guarantee you'll love it, and it will change your life forever. It's it's a must-see. I hate that it's on the same time as Sky Talkers, and it's that close to the end of the Episode Nine panel. But I think even if we can only make the last five minutes, we're going to try, because it's that good. Oki is that good. There's nothing but love in Star Wars and just outrageousness in that panel. You haven't lived until you've seen Jar Jar Binks made from a sweet potato wearing 3D glasses. And you might think we're joking, but we're we're completely serious. Hi, Jason and Gabe. How are you? Thank you for always. This is Oki from Jedi Oda Japan. I can't believe the Star Wars Celebration Chicago will be on next week. Thank you for giving us a great opportunity. Please let me introduce about us. We are Jedi Oda Japan. We established in 2005 and we've been enjoying Star Wars in many ways for the last 14 years. Chicago will be our fourth Star Wars celebration. We are honored to have our fan table again. Our table number is 1443. We will display vegetable carving paper cutting art, and our handmade items such as the Star Wars cubes and officer rank badges. The badges look so real and you'll be surprised cubes quality and quantity. From their great items, you can see how they love the Star Wars. We also do the live performance of vegetable carving and paper cutting art every day. We'll go there from Japan after a long flight. So Star Wars Celebration is only place where you can see our activities, except Japan. So please drop into our booth. We'll also do panels. For me, Japanese Star Wars Vegetable Carving, Episode 4. This will be my fourth Star Wars University panel. Actually, I became a cook right after graduate from high school, so I haven't go to the university for studying. 
But I'm going to be a speaker of Star Wars University. You know how honored I am. This is the place my heart always belongs. This time, I will talk about carving of all Star Wars 10 movies. Of course, I'll introduce about relationship between Japanese food and Star Wars. And much more. My panel will be start at Friday, 12 15 pm to 10 p、uh, 1 pm. Oh, oh, I have a bad feeling about this. It will be start from 15 minutes after the episode 9 panel. No, I should say, I have a good feeling about this. And also, our member Yuki will do have a, her panel. It's called The Art of Kirie, Japanese Star Wars Paper Cutting. It will start from Saturday, 1 30 pm to 2 15 pm. She's well known of a female Obi-Wan costume player, so some of you may know her already. She won the Star Wars Fan Award 2018 with her paper cutting art. So please don't miss her masterpiece. Alright, that's all for now. We are really looking forward to see you guys again. And、uh, right now we are hoping to、uh, talk to. And meet many, many Star Wars fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Have a good day. All right, so moving on at 1 30 p.m., this is only 1 30. Episode 9 trailer panel has only ended 90 minutes ago. And we've already got. Live Sky Talkers, Oki cutting vegetables to look like Star Wars people. We're all still riding the episode nine, whatever we find out wave. Yeah. And it's like, it's already this awesome. The, over at the celebration stage, there's Vader Immortal. That, what is that? Some kind of virtual reality thing? It's the new, yeah, virtual reality thing, which from. People I know who've done the other ones, the Star Wars virtual reality stuff is supposed to be really, really good and really, really crazy. So that's going to be another good one if you can get into that. And aren't they even teasing that it might be, you might be able to try it out at the show? Oh, God, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> so that's where maybe if everyone who's missing out on their overnight line fix. You might be able to get your line fix waiting two days to try out、uh, Vader Immortal. <laughs> I want Darth Vader to punch me in the stomach. Virtual reality. I think they're going to make it happen. You. Ooh.、Um, <laughs> it's so real. At the same time, over on the collector stage, 40 years of holiday special collecting. To which I ask the question. What is their holiday special to collect? That's why you gotta go. I, I've been spending the last three days, four days, whatever, since this panel, the panel schedule came out, a week, whatever it's been. What holiday special stuff is there? Yeah, that's a good point. Cause it's like if it was George Lucas Super Live Adventure collecting, okay, yeah, there's, there's stuff, but I don't know, just like the black and white promo photos, like clippings from TV Guide and newspapers, VHS tapes. <laughs> bootlegs? Are you talking about VHS bootlegs? I mean, maybe, because I know, may, don't, don't you have like five different copies 
on VHS. I'm looking at them right now. Yes. <laughs> we can bring those along. <laughs> what are these worth? Yeah. We celebrate a day of peace. At 3 p.m. is the Hasbro presentation. Convenient that it's right after the episode nine. <laughs> Don't worry. They're, they're just going to announce all the last Jedi figures that they forgot to make two years ago. <laughs> We're going to get caretakers. The vintage collection, but it's Snoke on a card that kind of looks like a Kenner. It's Friday at 3.30. So I'm saying hitting you hard. The music of Phantom Menace with David Collins on the Galaxy stage. This is all just Friday. And I, if anything, that is the, the hardest part of Celebration is there's so much good stuff all at the same time. But if you don't get into your first choice, your second choice is just as good. And if you're crazy, you do 10 minutes in one and 10 minutes in the other, and you just keep running around in circles. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they're helping us by not having overnight lines because we would be way too exhausted to keep up with this this amount of incredible panels. You know, that's a really good point, though, thinking about all the stuff we missed because we were just too wiped out from uh, the overnight overnight lines. So, yeah, this this is looking good. 4 p.m. at the celebration stage is the creatures, droids, and aliens of Star Wars. It didn't say that Neil Scanlon was going to be there, but in the description on the the website, it kind of, I mean, they they mention him by name. They talk about his creature shop. I guess we just have to go and find out. (sighs) That's at 4 p.m. That's a half hour after the music of Phantom Menace starts. Also at 4 p.m. is Skywalking Through Neverland over at the podcast stage. They almost need to, like, if you pay extra, you get the celebration helmet and you just sit in a, like a closet and you put the helmet on and you get a live feed of all the panels at once <laughs> onto a screen in front of your face. At 5.30, closing out the day, ILM presents Making Solo over on the Galaxy stage. So it's ILM talking about the visual effects of Solo. <laughs> And we're we're still on Friday. This is just Friday. There's still three more days. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's let's move on to Saturday. <sighs> well, I, the first thing that caught my eye on Saturday was at the Galactic Academy in the family room. I read it. It's something called button pressing. It's probably like making buttons, but at first thought I was just like, oh, is this going to be a bunch of people pressing Star Wars buttons? <laughs> Ray Park's going to show up with the Darth Maul bracelet and kids just to line, get to line up and push the buttons. <laughs> it's going to be like uh, the Death Star controls. I hope they, Galaxy Edge has a, has a kid's playroom that is just buttons and knobs that make Star Wars sounds. The kid, uh, adults an adult's playroom. <laughs> yeah, if there's a room with a lever and it just plays the, the tractor beam bass over and over again. <laughs> You'll never see me again. Where's Gabe? Oh, he's in Orlando pulling the lever again. <laughs> he, went in, he went in the button room and he never came out. He just yeah. became a being of pure light. We saw a star shoot across the sky. All right, so at 11 a.m., speaking of Galaxy's Edge, at the celebration stage, the big Galaxy's Edge show, uh, that's the only big panel I didn't apply for. Yeah, I didn't either. Though I've been thinking about it since then, and I bet you they're going to bring out, like, animatronic Hondo or something crazy. 
Why didn't you say that before? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's as of recording this, it's not too late to uh, try to sign up for that one still, is, I don't think. But maybe it's better if we don't go because that'll guarantee that for everyone that does go that, yeah, animatronic Hondo will come out. They'll probably be the animatronic Toydarian will fly around the room and throw toys at people. Hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, everyone will get uh, green milk to drink. All right. Well, at 1245 is Rebels Remembered at the Galaxy Stage. Uh, that's going to be packed. Yeah, might be. You don't mess with those Rebels people. They're passionate. At 1.30 is the Art of Kiri, Japanese Star Wars paper cutting. This is at Star Wars University featuring superstar Yuki doing her Star Wars paper cutting. So if you can't make it to vegetable carving, make it a priority to get to the paper cutting on Saturday at 1.30. You might know Yuki when she dresses up as Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's a living legend. Her paper cutting is absolutely gorgeous if you haven't seen it on social media yet. Yeah, and if you can't make it to the panel for whatever reason, definitely stop by their table. They'll be somewhere on the show floor, and she's always has printouts, and she'll have art at her table you can check out. And, and Yeah, it's incredible stuff. At 1.30 in the celebration stage, uh, new video game, Jedi Fallen Order. What are your thoughts on all this? I haven't gone to any of the video game panels at Celebration, so I probably won't try to go to this one. I'm curious to see what the game's like, but uh, they usually give away t-shirts, I think, for Battle... Was it Battlefront they everybody got a t-shirt for? I feel like everybody went to that panel, and that after that panel, everyone had that Battlefront T-shirt. Maybe it'll be like, uh, well, yeah, that was the with Battlefront. They had the panel, and then later in the celebration, they had it, I think, on the floor to play, right? Yeah, so that'll probably be the case. Yeah, so they might have some of that. But, yeah, I'm really curious to see what they're doing, though, because, you know, everyone likes to make fun of EA because they've had the license for so long, and you no know, games have come out, so this is their next big star wars game so uh, it'll be exciting to see what they have we got at 2 30 marvel comics doing a presentation on the twin sun stage hmm, could be interesting. i don't know whatever 3 45 over on the fan stage the doug chang Masterclass, which i remember this happening in orlando and i was much too scared to go <laughs> <laughs> doug chang t- trying to teach me how to draw i'd say <laughs> I know. We we both went to art school, but <laughs> we didn't go to Doug Chang art school though. I'll just watch you draw. I'm not gonna I'd be much too frightened to draw with Doug Chang. At four PM in the celebration stage, Sisters of the Force, the celebration of women in Star Wars. I bet that'll be then I like that that's on screen and behind the screen. I think that'll be really interesting. Oh, that's cool. At four fifteen on the Twin Sun stage, ILM X Lab is doing a thing. Which I think that's the same group that did the Vader Immortal thing. So that'll be another, is that another VR thing maybe? Maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe. Because I, I think they might be doing some of the stuff for the rides at Galaxy's Edge too. I think that's the X Lab still. Ooh, interesting. So at 4.30 in the collector stage, this sounds interesting. Kenner from concept model to collectible. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah. The figure sculpting and everything is so much more high tech now with them doing 
doing the sculpts kind of in the computer and then I think 3D printing molds and it's much more technical than the old days of sculpting things in clay. Yeah, and I think this is going back to the, the Kenner days, so. Oh, that's cool then. At 5 o'clock in the family room, which I have no idea where the family room is, but there's something going on in there. Lauren Peterson, DYI Falcon Design Workshop. Huh? What? Is Lord Peterson going to be in there? Yeah. Lauren Peterson, do-it-yourself Falcon Design Workshop. Are they going to have, like, security guards not letting all the grown-ups in so that the kids can get in? <laughs> because everyone's going to want to see Lauren Peterson? I don't know. He's designing Millennium Falcons. <laughs> what? Uh, that might be one to check out. That's five o'clock in the family room on Saturday, six forty-five on Saturday night. Stars University, a win to shake the stars. The legacy of the radio dramas. Yes, this—that's what celebration's all about. Mm. Just when you think it's all about Mandalorian and Episode Nine, no, there's a radio dramas panel. Let's get weird on Saturday night, and let's talk about the radio dramas. Star Wars, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Episode 1, A Wind to Shake the Stars. Watch yourself. Increase speed, full throttle. We're right behind you. R2, that stabilizer's broken loose again. See if you can't lock it down. Look out! High fighter, right behind us. I'm hit. Luke, I After your card from that, Sunday morning at 11 a.m., The Mandalorian. Who knows? This is uncharted territory here. There's never been a live-action show. There's never been a live-action show panel. Who's going to be there? Is Werner Herzog going to show up? <laughs> is Nick Nolte coming? What's happening? I mean, we know Favreau and Filoni are going to be there, but other than that, yeah, who knows? Some of the other directors, Bryce Dallas Howard, Taiki, are they showing up? I don't know. Are, what are they? Are we going to get a full trailer for the ten hours of Star Wars coming our way? That is the Mandalorian. Are they going to show the first episode? Is it ready? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just George Lucas will show up and take selfies with everybody and then leave. I like the show. I've seen it. It's not bad. It's okay. Thank you for coming to my panel. So here, here's the situation. At 1 p.m. on the Twin Sun stage, you've got our friend Tom Spina doing his cantina panel. At 1.15, you've got Doug Chang designing the Phantom Menace panel. At 1.30, just to make things even crazier, at 1.30 over on the collector stage, you got the man who shot Luke Skywalker, the guy that took all the toy photography for Kenner back in the 70s and 80s. All at the same time. You got Tom Spina talking about the cantina getting weird. You got Doug Chang talking about designing the Phantom Menace. You got a guy taking pictures of action figures. This is it's like it's like the end of the old Superman movie where there's a missile going to the East Coast and a missile going to the West Coast. Which one is Superman going to save? <laughs> and is he going to save Lois or is he going to save Miss Tessbacher's mom? <laughs> if Superman couldn't even decide, how are we supposed to choose? I don't know. I really don't know. This is. I think this is going to be a decision that has to be made in the moment. We have to feel, not think in this case. Or we have to go to see Spina, spin around the earth backwards, then go see Doug Chang, then fly and spin the earth backwards. 
so we can go to all of them. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen. Whichever you choose, you're going to win. Hey guys, it's Tom Spina from uh, Tom Spina Designs and Regal Robot. We're going to be at booth 3419 at Star Wars Celebration, and I am really excited. We've got uh, the first chance for folks to look at and buy or order our new life-size Chewbacca bust, our uh, one-to-one replica of the uh, Tauntaun maquette from The Empire Strikes Back. We've also got our Space Slug desk accessory that's super cool and gives you a place to stick your pencils. And uh, we have a convention exclusive, and that is one of Jabba's Deus gargoyles uh, as a magnet that you can stick on your fridge. It's 20 bucks. We've only made a couple hundred of them, so come by the booth. Come see us. Say hi. Take some pictures of the cool stuff. And uh, look us up on uh, social media, at Regal Robot, and you will hear all about the cool stuff we're going to show at the show. Sunday. Now, at 3 p.m. on Sunday, Star Wars Sports Collectibles at the collector stage. <laughs> so if you pick up your Phantom Menace football, you'll be in the mood. Sports Collectibles. It's so weird. I don't I don't think I'm going to go, but it's so maybe I'll just pop my head in the door. It's celebration. They got something for everybody. At 3.15, ILM Model Shop, Building a Galaxy. Over at the Galaxy stage, talking about the early days of the ILM model shop. <laughs> we with Lauren Peterson there. Mm-hmm. Bring a towel because you're going to be sweating. I'm just going to, any stranger that sits next to me, I'm going to say, I'm sorry I smell so bad, but I am sweating during this panel about the model shop. I heard they're going to have like a kiddie pool up by the stage and anyone can just run and jump in and, uh, Get a little wet <laughs> to cool off. Have a slurpy machine set up in the back. Just a, a bag of ice is poured over your head. <laughs> it's set up like the uh, the vegetable department, like in your grocery store, where they have those like misters that come on every ten minutes, <laughs> just just to keep everybody conscious. Oh, spray your head under it. Oh my god! Just some fake uh, thunder sounds, and then the water sprays from the ceiling to just keep everybody moist. Now this is three fifteen. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. 3.30 over on the celebration stage on Sunday, the Clone Wars. Sneak peek. Going on the same time as the model shop. We thought when they made it five days, they made it five days so they could kind of like spread things out. (laughs) But when they made it five days, they put six days worth of stuff in it. 4.15 on Sunday, romance. These ships also belong in Star Wars. The romance panel. It's four fifteen on Sunday. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be good. Five fifteen. Anthony Daniels. Johnny Cash himself. <laughs> the C. It's for Cash and C three PO. Oh my God! If you so Anthony Daniels, if you haven't seen, is doing a, a meet and greet for a couple days. Hundred bucks cash only. The Chuck Berry of a galaxy far, far away. Until he sees his cash, he doesn't get on stage and play. But he's earned it, so I didn't think I could love him anymore. And now I love him even more. Go to the bank before you see Anthony Daniels. I really hope he has the C-3PO, like, 
Kenner action figure holder and he just stuffs that full of hundred dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless him. Yes. This time you have gone too far. Now we're on Monday, Monday, 11 a.m., the Phantom Menace 20th anniversary. I still don't believe it's real. <laughs> I keep waiting to wake up. There's really going to be a 20th anniversary Phantom Menace celebration. Yeah. I can't even talk about it. So at 12 p.m., if you're still alive, if you're not in the hospital, maybe you can stream it to your hospital room. At the collector stage, collecting collector's books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, now you're speaking my language. So you can go from a Phantom Menace 20th anniversary panel to a panel of people talking about collecting collector's books, about collecting books about collecting, and you collect these books about collecting. Yeah. You're listening to collectors talking about collecting books about collecting, written by collectors. <laughs> With pictures of Star Wars things in them. And this is, you know, Monday. We're all going to be delirious. They're probably going to put mirrors around in that panel. So it's like you're in the cave from Last Jedi. <laughs> and there's just in, infinite collectors in any direction you look. If you're still alive after that, um, this is Monday, 1 p.m. over on the fan stage. It's a marvelous life. Featuring our friend Katie, you know where's Poe Hot Dameron on Twitter. She's doing her, living her dream, doing her Darth Maul panel. What's it going to be like? Nobody knows. You got to go. You got to go. All I know is there's going to be some Darth and some Maul. <laughs> and really, that's all you need. I really kind of hope for her Ray Park shows up. He's in the building. Yeah, I'm sure he's looked at the schedule at least once, right? Yeah, he's like, I got to be there for that. <laughs> the best Ray Park imitation of all time. <laughs> uh, at one thirty, over on the Galaxy stage, you got the Resistance sneak peek. What's Kaz up to in season two? <laughs> I hope that panel is just somebody falls off the stage. <laughs> they have 50 people dressed as Kaz, and they just walk out on stage and fall and then walk <laughs> off. <laughs> That's what happens in season two. <laughs> yeah. uh, at one thirty, Celebration stage, you got Warwick Davis. You might want to go, and you might want to talk about Willow 2. At 3 p.m., we're on Monday now, over on the podcast stage, Lords of the Sith. Hello, everybody. We're the Lords of the Sith. My name is Lee. And my name is Denise, and we're super excited to be at the podcast stage at Celebration and hope to meet many of you there. We want to tell you a little bit about us. We are a Raylo podcast. We focus a lot on romance and Star Wars. We're also very interested in psychology. We have a series where we discuss the psychology behind the characterization of our Star Wars favorites. And we also talk about topics of women in the fandom. If you want to know more about us, you can look us up on YouTube. Type in Lords of the Sith podcast. Our channel will pop up and it has all of the links to our social media accounts. And all of our episodes are available in video format on YouTube and also in audio-only format on iTunes and SoundCloud. So we're going to be on the podcast stage on Monday, April 15th at 3 o'clock. We're the last podcast and we want to see who's going to be there, who's going to be the last people standing. So Hopefully not just crickets there. <laughs> no, maybe. It's like a game last man standing. <laughs> and our friend Monty is going to be there with us. Hello, everybody. We're going to be talking about romance as a key component in the Star Wars saga in terms of storytelling. Oh my god, romance! In 
a franchise based on fairy tales? What? How unexpected. We hope to see you there. And again, if you want to know more about us, YouTube Lords of the Sith podcast. See ya. Everything's building and building to just absolute chaos on Monday. Phantom Menace, Mall Panel, Raylo Panel, Warwick Davis. Collecting, collecting books. You are 100% in Star Wars land by Monday. 3 p.m. you got over on the collector stage, pinball and arcade collecting. Because why not at this point, you know? (laughs) And you think they're just people that collect Star Wars stuff, but really it's people who collect entire arcades. (laughs) I own seven complete arcades. By by this point, Monday, when everyone's delirious, it should just be like a panel just like how to make meatloaf or something. Or then also on the on the Twin Sun stage, how to listen to Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell album. <laughs> this would just turn into just the Meatloaf convention. Bursting with every ounce of energy and sweat rock and roll can demand. Meatloaf, Bat Out of Hell, with songs by Jim Steinman on Epic Cleveland International Records and Tapes. Then at 3.30, you got the closing ceremonies over on the celebration stage. Sometimes it's something, sometimes it's nothing. People might be singing that Weird Al song. They might not. Maybe you'll find out where the next celebration is. Well, and don't forget, intermixed with all this, Star Wars show is going to be live on stage, talking to anyone and everyone all day, every day. Rancho Obi-Wan is there to go check out. There's going to be that mural. Just that mural might put us in the hospital with giant live action looking clone wars paintings <laughs> maybe a prop exhibit will be back and there's going to be surprises who knows i hope the lady driving in her motorized star tours ride is there i hope she's there uh, you never you, you just i don't know it's there is yeah there is never a dull moment at celebration you think how am i going to fill 5 days of stuff and before you know it it's going to be Monday, and you're going to be laying on the ground somewhere, muttering to yourself how this was the best week of your life and how you don't want to go home. And it's really not that cold in Chicago. Maybe I can just sleep under this bush. <laughs> Hi, this is Steve Sansui. I want to invite everyone at uh, Celebration, Star Wars Celebration, to come by the Rancho Obi-Wan Experience and see what we have for you. We've got some amazing displays, one of which celebrates 20 years of celebration. We're looking at female fandom through the years and also the, the helmets of the saga, a great visual display. So come by, say hello to me, be happy to sign anything you have, uh, take a picture with you, and uh, enjoy Celebration. Okay, so we put it out on our Instagram and our Twitter for some listener questions. And let's tear through some of those really quick. The the Canon Cantina asks, are we hanging out at Celebration? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> I think they mean, are we hanging out with them? Maybe. We're hanging out with everybody. Yeah. We, we don't know what we're doing for any kind of like meetup or something. There might be a Dunkin' Donuts nearby. 
keep your eye on the, the, the Blast Point social media because we're going to be like, hey, check it out, people. Meet up, 6 o'clock. Yeah, if you couldn't tell by our rambling through the schedule, there's so much to do and there's so many things. And we still, at the mo- at this moment and probably at the moment we're there, aren't going to know where we're going to be and what we're going to do. So, yeah, we're keeping it keeping it loose. And, uh, yeah, at some point we'll be somewhere and we'll let you know where we're going to be. <laughs> Because we, we're not going to know where we're going to be until we're there. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, we know we're going to be somewhere for an extended period of time. We're hanging out with everybody, though. Keep an eye out for us. We're kind of giant a little bit, so we're usually pretty easy to spot. If, if you see two huge tall guys wearing Blast Points t-shirts, that's us. Yeah. Um, Timothy asks, want to come up to Milwaukee and watch the Star Wars? Uh, we might have to take a rain check on that one, Timothy. <laughs> if you haven't heard, celebrations next week. <laughs> it's, it's a tempting offer, but maybe some other time. So, uh, M. Lowe asks, this is a good one, how much should I really budget for food at Celebration? If you have a stomach of steel, there is a Burger King like a block away from the convention center. And if you don't know, you can get 10 nuggets at Burger King for $1.50. So if you can live on <laughs> nuggets, you could probably budget $20 for food for the whole week. There you go. I usually think I'm going to be spending around $40 a day on food, around, sometimes more, sometimes less, depending on what happens. Yeah, that's probably good. But just kind of know yourself and know, like, are you going to want just something fast so you can keep going? Or do you want to take a break and sit down somewhere? Just kind of know how you want to take your days and just plan that way. Well, and keep in mind, too, Chicago, the convention center is downtown Chicago. So you are in downtown of a major city. Things are more expensive than they would be out in the suburbs. Also, Chicago has pretty high sales tax. I want to say it's like 10%. So in addition to things being expensive with tax, it's going to be more expensive. So probably, yeah, budget on the high end, but you can always save some money by hitting a grocery store, a Walgreens, a CVS, and just buying some food there that you can throw in your bag. Um, There are grocery stores around town. Make a trip to the grocery store. Um, We've done that and bought, what, fruit and muffins and things that we can snack on and save save a few bucks. Know what fills you up. Know know what agrees with your stomach. And Ryan asks, I'm going for the first time this year. Got any first-timer tips? Well, I think we've talked about this one before. Shoes, wear, comfy shoes. I just bought brand-new shoes just for celebration. I think, didn't you just get brand-new shoes? Or didn't you got inserts and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And I found some blister-preventing socks on Amazon that I'm really looking forward to making a bold fashion statement with my fantastic old man socks. Yeah. And I think we have a, a Bacta tank for the uh, hotel room to soak our feet in at night. <laughs> but yeah, shoes are the number one thing. I guess stay hydrated, but not too hydrated because those the big panels can be like 90 minutes and you don't want to have to take a take a break in the middle. But you also don't want to pass out <laughs> from exhaustion. So one of mine is chapstick. The air in there can get really, really dry. Your lips can dry out right away. So like some kind of lip balm, some kind of chapstick, something you can easily store like in your pocket or like a side bag or something. 
I don't know, every convention I do, by Sunday, you're talking to somebody and you can just see them staring at your funky chapped lips. I really like Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) I think another good thing is if you are the kind of person who is always connected and on your phone and on Twitter and on Instagram, don't forget to bring a battery pack for your phone. You can get little tiny ones now. And if the guy dressed as cyborg Admiral Trench is walking around and you need a picture with him and your phone is dead, you're going to regret it. So make sure you have some extra batteries. Bring two phones. I feel like we can't stress again, just manage your expectations and take care of your feet. Yeah. You know, Chicago is on Lake Michigan. You can just walk outside and jump in the lake. You might freeze to death, but it's there if you want to try. Uh, Action Paction, uh, what do I do with these pool floaties now that there's no camping out for the panels? Well, maybe maybe your hotel has a pool. Jesse asks, uh, advice for first-timers and or bringing kids. I don't, I've, we've never brought our kids to Celebration. Even when we were going through that panel, there's a lot for kids to do. Yeah, and there will definitely be a lot of kids there. It's definitely a family-friendly event. Uh, some of the big panels may be tougher, with kids just because there's so many people packed in a small area. But once I think you're on the show floor and walking around and yeah, getting off into the, the kid specific rooms, there should be plenty to do. Eric asks, will either of you be cosplaying as Mungo Baobab? (laughs) Not this time. We're, we're just not handsome enough. Yeah. I guess if you like mushed us both together, we might look a little Mungo Baobab ish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're going to look like Mungo Baobab in disguise as Blast Points. Uh, Fet Ventures asks, what would be the best news for y'all concerning something taking place in episode nine? At this point, I'll take anything. <laughs> just give me a title. Give me something. I would just be happy with the first letter of the title. Yeah, that's, that's more than we know. <laughs> they should, you know what they should do for the panel? They should have episode nine title Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> and let people come up and play and pick letters until someone guesses the title. Uh, Chris Taylor asks, is it going to snow? We won't know until it does or doesn't. It's Chicago. That's, that's a big That's a big DJ maybe. Maybe. Uh, Travis says, taking my daughter to our first celebration. She'll be a tiny Ahsoka, and we are so excited to get a photo with the one and only Ashley Eckstein. We'll only be there Monday, so we'll have limited time on what we'll be able to do. What's the one thing we have to do or see? In my opinion, I th- I think you're I think you already answered that question. I think with your daughter as uh, dressed as Ahsoka going to see Ashley, I mean that's that's going to be a moment right there. Like we were saying with kids, just take it all in with them. Just walking around and seeing all the other kids dressed up and all the other grown-ups dressed up and all the merchandise for sale and everything is potentially enough excitement without even trying to deal with getting into any of the panels or even going into the kids' room, maybe. Like, it's overwhelming (laughs) just to walk around on the show floor. Justin says, my advice, stay hydrated, remember to eat, take breaks when you can to decompress and take Advil. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't forget... That there is a person going through heat stroke inside that Ewok costume who is taking the time to high five you and exclaim yub nub. And number four, have fun. That's very, that's very true. Be nice to your Ewoks. Yeah. Be nice to people in costumes. 
be mindful that people in costumes can't see. Maybe they can't breathe. Maybe they can't hear. So, yeah, be put your white hat on and be a good guy and uh, watch out for people. Uh, Steve says, my favorite aspect of celebration is a sense of community. If you're so inclined, help to pass the time in lines by striking up a conversation with your fellow fans. Waiting in line are some of my fondest memories of Star Wars fandom. That's true, you know. You never know what kind of conversations you're going to have with some some people in line. Yeah, if there's anything you can say about Star Wars fans is they're very rarely boring. Uh, Josh says, on a scale of 1 to 10 Django Fett Sonic Charges, how loud is the ovation for Ahmed Best going to be? That's a good one because I, I can't imagine it. Because, man, Hayden, Hayden Christensen, there was almost like a sonic boom. Yeah. I think it's going to be the kind of thing if you're not in the room, you're going to hear the people cheering outside. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, Nigel Tufnell. It's going to it's going to go to eleven. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at ten. You're on ten here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on ten on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere. Exactly. What we do is, if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to eleven. Eleven. Exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make ten louder and make ten be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Boom! And finally, Doug Ship says, going for the first time with my family, very excited to see all the Star Wars stuff, the fans, and Blast Points pod. Oh, thank you, Doug. And the, yeah, it's his first time. He's excited just to go with his family and see the Star Wars fans and do some Star Wars stuff. And that's, you know, when you boil it down, that's what it's all about. Just excited to just do some Star Wars stuff. And there's a lot of Star Wars stuff. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. The only disappointment is that you can't see it all, but everything you see, yeah, it's going to be good. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, a boy and a girl on an adventure unlike anything on your planet. Star Wars. Strictly big screen stuff. From director George Lucas and 20th Century Fox. Star Wars. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise. All right, so we say it every single week iTunes reviews. You go over there to iTunes and podcast, write a little something about the show on there, and we'll read your review on an upcoming show. And check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and sign up for the Blast Point Super Chill Group on Facebook. And like we said, if you want to know where we are at any minute during celebration, Probably Instagram and Twitter is the place to be. Maybe Facebook, too. 
and we'll try to uh, let people know what we're doing, where we're going to be, and maybe post some videos on Instagram. We're gonna we're gonna do our best. We're gonna try. We're gonna try and do some Instagram live stuff on the stories on there. So if you're not in Chicago later this week, stay tuned on that. And it's like you'll be there with us, sweating. Maybe you'll be able to smell it. And for all you Patreon subscribers, we are going to do our very best to have daily updates on Patreon. Our current plan is to try to get something out every night if we're conscious. and If there's Wi-Fi in the hospital. That's actually probably our best bet for Wi-Fi is if we end up in the hospital. Um, their internet connections are usually pretty good. So, yeah, keep an eye out on Patreon for those uh, daily updates. $2 a month, and you can get hopefully day-by-day, play-by-play reactions of what we did at Celebration each day. <laughs> How many different ways can you hear us hyperventilate? Maybe you'll find out. But, yeah, if, you, if you're going in Chicago and if you see two giant tall guys wearing Blast Points T-shirts, maybe we might have some stickers for you, some extra special stickers. So, <laughs> Depending on how the, how the mail works out, we'll see if we have stickers. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely getting them printed. Whether or not they show up in the mail, we'll have to find out. And next week's show, it's not going to be on Tuesday, because I don't know if we'll be conscious on Tuesday, but we will put out a live from celebration audio collection uh, for everyone at some point next week so just again stay tuned to social media and after i wake up i will we'll, we'll start to post about when an actual episode will come out yeah there's a good chance we won't even be awake until wednesday after this it's going to be see on the other side because we're going to be living in a an episode nine Mandalorian kind of world. So we're we're entering uncharted territory here after after next week. So it's going to be crazy. Thank you, everybody. If you see us at celebration, come say hey. We love meeting folks, and yeah, here we go. <laughs> if you're listening to this now, there's just two more days. Oh God! Hopefully, we'll see everybody that we can and everything that we want. And everything we don't want, it's, it's going to be madness. So can't wait. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. May the force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. about it a lot, you can anticipate it a lot, you can, you know, plan it, but you cannot understand what it feels like to get out there on that stage and to be, you know, met with that kind of passion for something, and it really yeah. is a testament to what George Lucas created. What? What's incredible is that, that it, it transcends any movie, any series, any game, um, it's, and it's not just 
in any way the merchandise. It's the fans. And there's a community that comes together with this universe, this story, that is, it's so compelling and it's so impressive and it's so enormous and, and passionate. And so I feel honored to get to play a small role. May the force be with all of 